welcome to Mountain Mama's Misadventures, stories of mishap and adventure from women adventurers. Every woman has a story she can share, from the zany to the inspirational. Brought to you by Mountain Mama's, a nonprofit women's adventure organization. Women empowering women to adventure. My name is Emily Hacken, and I am your host today, and I have the lovely Dawn joining us. I'm so delighted to have you as our guest today. Oh my gosh, I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. You have been the easiest woman to have come. You were just so eager and excited, and I'm just, <laughs> I was so grateful because the things that you're going to be sharing for our empowerment episode today, I think is a really meaningful and exciting and a fun thing that I think um, we just need to let all the women that especially live here in the Utah area no, and I think just your dream and dream and vision is so exciting. So I mean, anytime anybody asks me what I do and I tell them, I'm like, I'm a pet photographer. Literally, I mean, unless you don't like animals, <laughs> literally, it's the best job in the world. Like, I don't know it. Okay, for me, at least it could not literally get any better. <laughs> like, I just love it. It's just it's the best thing ever. That's so cool. And yeah. we'll get into like, I want to hear all your dreams and your vision, how you got started. That's going to be exciting too. <laughs> um, but before we get into all that, um, you were originally born in Ontario, Canada. Yep. Right on, right on uh, Lake Ontario. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah that's beautiful. It, yeah. It was an ideal childhood. Uh, and it was one of those things where you don't realize it until you're an adult. And you're like, wow, like, my parents really go. sacrificed a lot so that we could have this amazing childhood. <laughs> and was it, um, how did you guys get out there? My dad is Canadian. Mm -hmm. um, my mom is American. Um, so they met actually in Provo. My dad was going to BYU. Yeah, so they moved back to the motherland. That's how we ended up growing up there. So you're a dual citizen then, yes? I am, yeah. Yep. I love it! Yeah. Have you ever gone back to Canada since? Yeah, I was just there um, this summer. My sister ended up moving to Nova Scotia. So we spent summers in Nova Scotia. Uh -huh. And my sister um, took her husband out there to go visit when my grandmother was still living there. Mm -hmm. And he fell in love with the place. And they decided they were going to just up and move there. So we went and um, went and visited this summer. Oh my gosh, how yeah. cool. It was it was a blast. Oh, like Canada, I, I want to be a citizen. I'm just so jealous. <laughs> I want to be a citizen. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I want to I mean I've I've been to Alberta and to BC and oh, I've nice. had friends from the Midwest up there and yeah. just oh my husband's actually first wife is from Prince Edward Island. Oh and like, yes. I've so, only been there once. Oh we saw just... the Andrew Green Gables play. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Like you do. Of course you yeah, have to. Yeah. I mean, it's basically a requirement. They won't let you back to the mainland unless you've seen the play. <laughs> it's I'm pretty like, great. I know there's other cool things that happen there, but that is absolutely <laughs> has to be part of why you're there. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you're currently living in Salt Lake mm -hmm. um, and divorced, but have been living with your current partner for 12-ish years. Um, yeah, give or take. I I don't know. <laughs> I mean, after five, you just kind of lose track. I know. It's like, so I true. still like you, so let's keep doing this. Um, <laughs> see how long <laughs> we can go. And you have uh, a child, too, a son mm -hmm. who's six. Yep. Aww. Yep. I have an eight year old, awesome. so I hear you. Like, I just, oh, that's a good age. Oh, he's so much fun. The best thing in my life. He's, mm. yeah, there are just no words to describe. Like, there how isn't. much. See, I just <sighs> tried to talk about him I start to stutter it's just like he's just so I mean he's a lot mm -hmm. he's a lot like there are <laughs> days when I'm like I can't with you anymore <laughs> but yeah the best thing that's ever happened to me it's far by far same yeah. I know my two yeah. girls like that's like your whole soul mm -hmm. yeah yeah the good and the it's bad terrifying. you love it all it's and... terrifying that like that is literally a piece of my soul like mm. outside of my body 
in that little human now. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's terrifying. You're like, be a good person. Please. Help humanity. <laughs> That's all I ask. Take care of me when I'm old. Yes. Don't shatter me, please. <laughs> and then the fun fact about you is you were born in a gremlin on the way to the hospital um, because your mother had been canning features and <laughs> canning peaches and didn't want the doctor to see how messy the house was, which I think is so, hilarious. Apparently it was like the 1700s. <laughs> like where doctors still came to the house. Um, but yeah, like my mom, she was more worried about <laughs> the state of the house. And I was the second kid. Uh-huh. So, so I guess like, she wasn't. I've done this yeah, before. I guess she wasn't expecting things to go as quickly as the first. Mm-hmm. So yeah, on the in a pea green gremlin, it couldn't even been like a cool color. It and it's just, a car. Gremlin it, is, oh, a yeah, car, is a car, not a creature from the eighties. <laughs> I'm exactly. trying to remember what they look like. They're like little hatchbacks. Ah. Um, are they the ones that would explode if you like rammed into the back of them? I feel like they're, probably. yeah, there's a reason why they're not around mm, anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, probably. <laughs> yeah. But that's hilarious. So was the car ever the same again? Probably. Ew, I don't, I don't know. I just know she like, she's told me the story. They were like, my dad was driving like a crazy person. He like uh-huh. grabbed shoes that had shoelaces on them. At least he thought it had that far. <laughs> But my mom had her head in his lap as he's like swerving through the streets. And she's <laughs> like the movies. She, oh, so gross. And she said she could see my face like bouncing face down on the side mirror. Uh-huh. Of the car. She could see my face just bouncing face down on the seat. And I'm like, no wonder what? I'm always in such a bad mood, mom. Like, this oh. is not my fault. What? <laughs> Isn't that revolting? That's like, craziness. So no, just the fact gross. that you were like half born on yeah, the way to the hospital. Just like, <laughs> here I am. <laughs> Bouncing around in a gremlin. Day one. Day oh, one. You have an epic and an epic beginning. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> epic. <laughs> I guess that's one adjective. <laughs> so you've done pet photography and that's kind of like your joy and passion. And, mm-hmm. and we wanted to have this empowerment episode today to kind of feature you and this um, company that you've created and, and kind of, yeah, just get the word out about this beautiful company that you created and the things that you're working on. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's the name of your company? It's Fuzzy Love Photography. Nice. Yeah. And how long have you been involved in it? How did you get started? I officially started the business in 2017, um, but it was like a year or two before that when I adopted my my little mutt. He's um, a Border Collie Husky named Milo. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted some really beautiful photos of him. Mm-hmm. And so I was doing research and trying to find somebody who specialized in pets. Like mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't want a big family photo. I just wanted some really gorgeous photos of him. Uh-huh. And I couldn't find a single person. Like you could have a family photo and throw your dog in there, but I, I didn't want that. I just wanted him. Um, couldn't find anybody. So um, my dad was a photographer for three decades. My partner, he's a photographer. They helped me figure out how to learn how to use my camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you weren't already a professional photographer at oh, the time. Oh my goodness. No. And my photos would, would prove that. <laughs> They were so bad. Oh my gosh, they were so bad. Um, but luckily, I didn't know how bad they were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I kept going. Close, yeah. Yes. You know, I just started taking photos of my dog myself. I'm like, well, there's nobody available. I'll just do it myself. And yeah, I just realized how much I loved doing it. And I I think because it was my dog and his little face that I'm looking at these photos, I'm like, they're so good. Look how cute he is. <laughs> and I mean, you know, these are so terrible. Um but yeah, I just kept going with it. And um, and I remember hiking with Eric, my partner, and I had been thinking about it for all. And you know when you get an idea in your head 
and you think about it when you go to bed, you're thinking about it when you wake up and it just will not go away. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how you know you have to do this thing. Yeah. And so we were hiking and I think I told him, I think I want to start a pet photography business. Mm -hmm. And he was, didn't even skip a beat. He's just like, okay. (laughs) Good for him. Yeah. Oh, for real. Mm -hmm. He wasn't like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. What are you talking about? What even is pet photography? Um, Yeah. So it was like, it's still a relatively new niche in photography, but um, there's like quite a few of us now, but mm-hmm. back then, you know, there weren't any to be found. Right. Um, and so for him to just be like, yeah, sounds good. Mm. I, yeah. It like, it meant a lot. Um, so I slowly just started from there and did not know all of the things that you would have to learn, like marketing, accounting, oh, just the business, taxes, side. Oh, everything. Yes. Like it wasn't Ugh. just like puppies, 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 puppies. <laughs> no, it was like, what, what have I done? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How hard was it to learn all that? Cause Mountain Mamas is actually going to start our LLC side. We've been a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. And so I am totally in the middle of all taxes <laughs> and 1099s and W-2s. Yeah, and yeah. Like, how was that to organize? And like, what were, were you using tutorials or did you have friends or how are you a getting all that information? A lot of online classes. Yeah. Um, uh, a lot of asking people who do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's not, it's not difficult. It's just a lot. And just mm-hmm. not knowing what you need to know. If that makes sense. Right. Yes. Um, yeah. That was like, wait, I have to do what now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> wait, I'm sorry. Who? Mm-hmm. Where? How? Tell me how. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was a lot. And um, were there any organizations or like, I don't know, anything that really helped when you were doing that beginning business for any woman who might be out there who has a dream and wants to make those first steps? I don't, I mean, this is for pet photography specifically. Right. There's an, uh, organization business called hair of the dog academy mm-hmm. and it's um they talk about photography a lot obviously but it's like everything you need to know to set up a pet photography business whoa it was it's amazing how did you Finding find that, that was like a gold mine i don't even remember Probably, um, yeah google <laughs> i don't <laughs> right, right, right. I, I don't remember but um yeah and it is like a monthly subscription it's like 50 dollars a month um to have access to all of this stuff all this material but it was um priceless like i'm yeah. still a member of that but as far as like in general I would say find a mentor if you can mm-hmm. find like a business co- coach or a mentor um, for whatever specific thing that you're trying to do. But um, it's worth it. Yeah. I mean, like I quit my other job in March of this year and I have been doing the photography full time for the first time. So oh it'll almost gosh. be a year full time. And it's just like, it's a dream come true. Like who thought you could make a living taking photos of dogs? I know. It's insane. It's insane to me. Um, but it's possible. What was so, it like making that? So before that, you were kind of doing it part-time on the side yeah. while you were doing your other job. Yeah. I just slowly kept cutting my hours at my other job. I was mm-hmm. a personal assistant. Um, so just slowly. Kept, she was, like, so great about letting me, like, slowly <laughs> just fade away into the background. Nice. Um, and then yeah. you just kept picking up more photo gigs and things mm-hmm. like that. And then... Like, how did you know that you were ready to, like, make the leap and you're like, okay, I'm going to quit my job and just jump all in? I don't know if there's a way to really explain it. It was just, like, this, not a knot in my stomach, but just, like, a buildup inside that was just getting, like, bigger and bigger and bigger until I'm just like, I have to do this. Like, the thing, I probably could have done it a lot sooner, but I was terrified because, mm-hmm. like, I need an income. If nobody is hiring me, well... <clears throat> I, what am I going to do? I'm not going to be able to pay my bills. So yeah, I think it was just fear. Mm -hmm. Like I was really scared to take the leap. Cause you know, I think anytime anybody wants to do something that they love and that they're passionate about and that 
is a representation of them, there's always that, like, um, imposter syndrome where you're like, yes, who am I to get to do my dream? Like, why am I special? Like, why do I get to fulfill this dream that I have in my brain that isn't even like a real job? Yeah. Like, you don't get to do that. Mm -hmm. Go back to your cubicle. Go back to your fluorescent lighting. Like, (laughs) you have your nine to five, your boss. Yeah, but uh, if you can find a way to, like, squash those thoughts and those, that jerk in your head who's just like, you suck, you can't do this, then literally anything's possible. You can do it to tell them to just shut up, (laughs) be nice. Yeah, and it's just, it's been going better than I could have ever imagined. I'm so freaking lucky. (laughs) (laughs) That is so, and is there, has there been times like in this year, so this has kind of been, this year is like your first year Mm -hmm. to kind of like all in. Mm -hmm. Have you noticed like an ebb and flow of, of your business or is it pretty steady? Oh no, it's definitely, it's definitely, um, highs and lows. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Depending on the seasons. Because I know like most photography is like that. You've Uh got like your seasons Mm -hmm. when people are really interested, like doing the family photos and like you're saying with pet photo. Yeah. How does, what is the season like for pet photography? I mean, right now is like peak season, fall. Yeah. It's great. Um, spring and summer are really great. We're just now going into like the slow, like November, December. Well, November is actually pretty good too. But yeah, like you're getting Christmas pictures. Yeah. I was like, everyone wants like yeah, pictures exactly. of their like, pets with like Santa. Yeah. It's after um Christmas basically when it like gets really slow because it's, you know, everything's dreary and snowy. Christmas happiness is over. Nobody even cares about snow anymore. Yeah. It's kind of, that's when it slows way down. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then it'll pick up again in the spring. Mm-hmm. Yep. Are a lot of people... With pet photography, is it mostly dogs? Is that kind of... 99%. Like, are you... What mm-hmm. if all these cat lovers just don't get... <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> I know there's lots of you out there. And you need to get... <laughs> it's like, oh, we have a handsome cat. He needs a photo shoot. Oh, <laughs> he does. Yeah. Um, but yeah, do you, so you do, mostly do dogs. What are some of the other um, animals? Have you done horseshoes? Or like... I haven't. I have um, one gal. I just did a, a session with her family and... And their dog, and she was asking, she she wants to have me try with uh, her horse, but I haven't I haven't done it. I have no idea how you get horses' ears up, so I'll have to like do some research. Yeah, I have no idea because there's going to be tricks. I feel like with every animal, there's going to be the tricks yeah. of like yeah. yeah, like you're saying, how to get their attention and, uh-huh. and get those cool little personality um, sparks and stuff. Yeah, and, and that's something I really wanted to ask because we actually had Dawn help us, and you did like an activity with our Mountain Mamas where they brought out their pets and you um, gave tips and showed them how so to do. Yeah, it was so, I was women so loved impressed. It. I was so impressed with like how everybody did. Everybody had like, cause I like had little, like, I'm like you go over there, you go over there, you shoot your, and everybody had their own angles, their own like vision and their own take on how they wanted to photograph these dogs. And mm-hmm. I was looking at everybody's on, I'm like, Oh, I never would have thought of that. That was amazing. <laughs> it was so much fun. Oh, it, that's so yeah, cool. it was awesome. And you brought like coolest dogs. So they didn't bring their own dogs. You had brought dogs that were like good models. Is that right? Yeah. Like, that were <laughs> which I thought was a great idea. Um, and like how do you know a dog is gonna be good to photograph? Or how do you how do you even work in that realm of when you see a dog, like I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try these are the these are the shoots, the shots that I I know will work, or these are the tricks that I know will work for all dogs and things that. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I <laughs> just kind of play it by ear. Yeah. yeah, literally, it's like I, I don't know until it's time to take that first picture. Mm-hmm. And I always try that first obnoxious noise with my face, you know, making that horrible noise on my head. Usually that works. Every so often, there's a dog who's just like, I don't 
know you. I don't like you. I don't care about you. I don't know what this noise is you're making, but no. So um, there's always something, though, that mm-hmm. works. So if that noise isn't going to work, maybe it's a squeaky ball. Mm-hmm. If it's not a squeaky ball, maybe it's their favorite toy. It's not that. It's going to be a bag of treats. Mm-hmm. So usually if the dogs aren't motivated by noise, then they're food motivated. It's usually one or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, so as long as I have something yummy for them to, like, hear me crinkle the wrapper or, like, you know, sometimes I have to give them the treat first and let them realize, like, it's a good this treat. Is good. This is good. <laughs> you like this. Pay attention to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then wherever the treats go, that's where their interest is. And so. you're looking for like ears up, ears up. Eyes. Oh, I love the head tilt. I know. How the do you get tilt. a head tilt? Usually in that dog. stupid noise that I make. Yes. Yeah. That's usually that's usually a good one. Or um, a squeaky. Yeah, something where they're like, like what it's is almost kind of like yeah, it's like a what you're kind of looking yeah. for that reaction. Yeah. <laughs> and it and it 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 only works a few times per session usually. So you just have to be ready for when yeah. that, that they do that and you've got the shots mm-hmm. and you can do it. And yep. Split second. It's all you need. And do you do, normally do photo shoots in people's homes, outdoors? Um, Usually outdoors on location. Every yeah. once in a while, we will rent a studio, Photopia Studios in um, Cottonwood Heights. Mm-hmm. They are dog friendly and they're so sweet and they're animal lovers. Um, What was the name of the studio? Photopia. Photopia. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Um, but uh, typically it's outside on location. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a location that the client has chosen or one that you love that you know is going to be um, good? If they have a location, most of the time people will offer their backyard, which is less than ideal. I don't I don't shoot in people's backyards. Um, I've tried it a couple of times and it just, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Um, just they because don't their a, yards are bat boring or just grass or just like... There's just not enough variety and usually, yeah, it's just grass mm-hmm. and, you know, a fence. Um, and you're like, my vision is bigger than this. <laughs> There's so much more for your dog than, than you, you imagine. <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah, so I'll just give them a list of, of different location options and they can choose, choose which ones they like, or if they have other ideas that aren't their backyard. You know? <laughs> great. <laughs> That's great. I'll go scout it out. <laughs> is there certain seasons that you love for Fall. dogs? Fall is the best. Fall and spring. Those are my favorite. Mm. Summer is really pretty too, but. Man, I'm a sweaty mess. <laughs> <laughs> I get so hot. It's like, ah. And if I'm hot, the dog has got to be dying. For sure, for um, sure. But yeah, fall and spring. Spring because of all the pretty flowers that are everywhere. You just like toss the dog into a bunch of daisies and they just look adorable. And <laughs> oh, yes. So it's like, you're looking for, I feel like you're almost looking for not monochromatic, but something simple that really brings out the dogs. Mm-hmm. You know, like a daisy would just look great with any dog color. And I feel yeah. like the fall is good with the browns mm-hmm. and, you know, all the things. It just makes everything look rich. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So what is the most fulfilling part of your business that you're doing? I really love when people come to me and they say, they apologize for being so obsessed with their pet. They're like, I'm, I'm sorry, I know I'm, I'm really talking about my dog a lot I know that this is like a lot and I'm being kind of silly I'm like no 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 I'm sorry I'm sorry no (laughs) please like just allowing them to be unapologetically obsessed with their pets (laughs) like please don't ever apologize for talking about your show me all of the pictures I feel like you of all women would be the one to talk to exactly this is what I do this is my life (laughs) Like, show me the I pictures. want to hear about your pet. That's actually one of the things when I get an inquiry, somebody's asking about my services, they'll just be like, hey, I want to have a session with my with my dog, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, 
well, tell me about your dog. <laughs> like, yeah. tell me everything. Like, I know this might take a few minutes of your time to like type it all out or call me and talk to me about, but like, I want to hear the special things about your dog. Like, what are their little quirks? What are they like? How did you come together in life? Like, mm -hmm. what's their name? How did you come up with their name? Like, I want to hear all these little things and it mm -hmm. helps me. I don't know why it helps me, but it really does help me um, have a better session when I know about the dog and mm -hmm. I know the personality and and that um, also helps me choose location as well. So that allowing just to gush over their dogs and and just kind of love on them love and on just them. and really appreciate that exactly and have these images like I just got yesterday. Can I read a text that I just got? Yes. Okay. The one thing that I will never regret is having too many photos of my dog mm -hmm. oh, and my kid too. But this is not about my kid. <laughs> <laughs> so I just got this text. Um, just wanted to tell you that we timed the pictures right. Saturday, literally on her birthday, on her dog's birthday, Pip has been sick with severe belly issues. She's up and down. And I almost thought we needed to make the call, you mm -hmm. know. Um, For her to yeah. Yeah, go under. Yeah. I cannot believe I got all those pictures this summer. Looking at them makes me so happy because she looks well when right now she is sick. You never know. I'm so happy I have the photos. Thanks again. Mm. So just how much these photos mean to people, like... I get messages like that quite often and just knowing that what I do actually brings value. It's not just, oh, that's cool. You take photos of dogs. That's quaint. Mm -hmm. But these really mean a lot to the owners. Oh yeah. my gosh, I'm going to get emotional. <laughs> um, but yeah, like they, they really appreciate having these memories that were created during the day of the session and um, just having those for the rest of their lives to like look back on. Yeah. Because well, I think, go, oh, it's okay. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> I had a dog, um, Mocha, and she's since passed on. And I feel like not every animal that comes into your life, I mean, they're all special, but mm -hmm. sometimes there's ones that just connect with your soul. Yeah. And, yeah. and this dog was that for me. And like you're saying, like, you know, the pictures that I have of her that capture her essence, mm -hmm. you know, aren't just like a yeah. random picture, but ones where she's like looking in the camera mm -hmm. and I can see her, like and the her personality, real personality mm -hmm. are the ones I cherish because mm -hmm. I love, she is still a part of who I am. Yeah. And she I, always will be. I think about her all the time. My kids know her, you know, like, cause I talk about her so much and and, and like you're saying, like, that is so precious to people. And our our pets, unless you have parrots or something, are not going to be with <laughs> us as long as we are. Like, it's just a brief part of our yeah. life. And, you know, and and it's just not a long period of time, like you're saying. And their yeah. lives are so fragile and can go any moment. Yeah. And when you can capture them in that essence, in that time of their life, and just... You know, I think that is priceless. That's an incredible gift that you can give to people. Yeah. And Milo, my dog, I was mm -hmm. telling you, just turned 10. Um, he's my, like, your mocha mm -hmm. is my Milo. He's your soul yeah. dog. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And which is why I wanted photos like that of him. Mm -hmm. Why I was searching back then. And he's the whole reason that this even started. Yeah. Because yeah. of that insane love that you have for these animals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. Ooh, feelings. <laughs> so if someone wanted to do a photo session with you, like what are the things they need to do to prepare their pet themselves? Not a lot, really. I mean, if you have a dog that you 
liked, I mean, personally, I like shaggy dogs. I like when they just look crazy and wild. Mm -hmm. um, but I know that there are a lot of pet owners who want their dog to look groomed and mm -hmm. <laughs> not insane and fluffy. Mm -hmm. um, so I know people like to get their dogs groomed a few days ahead of time, right before, I mean, depending on the dog, like that's the thing. Every single dog, every single session is going to be different. But if you have a dog that is really um, energetic, lots of energy, try to get them out for some exercise a little bit before, but not so much that they're just going to be like, tired and just want to lay down and right. be like, <laughs> I just need a treat and a nap. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, if there is time, I like to do a pre-consultation mm -hmm. where I go and I meet the the clients and their dogs ahead of time somewhere in a park or wherever, just so that the dog can meet me and not, you know, be super excited or, um, you know, how some dogs, when they meet a new person, they're just mm -hmm. super hyper. And the opposite, some are super timid and scared around new people. So Either way, it helps to meet um, ahead of time if there is a chance to do that. Like a half hour before, like the session, or oh, on no, a different no, no. Like, day, like or... a different day, like usually a week or two before mm -hmm. the session. Yeah. And you just—is it more like you come over to someone's house and meet them, or they come to you at your studio? Um, I've done where I've come to the house to meet them, but mm -hmm. usually it's just like at a park that's close to where the client lives. Oh, okay. Yeah, kind of a neutral like, place. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. Where the dog isn't going to feel territorial, or or like an, somebody's invading their space, just. That's a brilliant idea. I really like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I'm professional. I've done this for a while. I have some tips. So many tips and tricks. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so what would be your takeaway point for women if they are considering doing a pet photography session? What would you advise? Um, to just do it. I mean, even if it's not with me, if you are considering it at all, find I mean, go online. There's, I mean, like I was saying, there's a handful of us. So just go online, find some, somebody whose portfolio speaks to you, whose style that you really like. And don't wait, don't wait until mm -hmm. your puppy is like your puppy. You're, I mean, I still call my 10 year old dog a puppy. <laughs> um, don't wait until they're just not them anymore. Like, you know, you want them looking happy and energetic and able to like enjoy the experience because it is an experience you're making these memories and you're having this bonding experience with your dog and I'm just there taking pictures of it mm -hmm. and then you're going to have these memories on your wall for the rest of your dog's life and the rest of your life mm -hmm. um yeah it's worth it don't wait don't wait to lose that 40 pounds <laughs> I'm speaking from experience we just had family photos yesterday mm -hmm. after me waiting seven years because I wanted to lose weight it's just no just get the photos done Stop just being do silly. It. Even if your dog needs to lose some weight, just do it anyway. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Is there a story, like any particular um, photo session that stood out to you as particularly meaningful? Literally every single session is meaningful just because I get to see the bond that these people have with their dogs. It's just, it's like, it's a weird, intimate thing that mm -hmm. I get to witness and like, be a weird boyer part of kind of. Mm -hmm. um, the love people have for their dogs is just really special because it's um, it's unconditional. The dogs don't care if you have an extra 40 pounds on you. You mm -hmm. know, they love you no matter what. The owners love their dogs no matter what. You see them like the owners playing with their dog, the dogs jumping on them, giving them kisses and love. And like, there's no pretense, I guess, of like, trying to look good for the camera mm -hmm. you know they're just yeah happy to be there they're happy to be with the person that they love the most in the entire world and then I get to just stand there and, and shoot it <laughs> I think one of the main things I just wanted to 
kind of share about businesses in general, not specifically pet photography. It's just if you have an idea, no matter how silly it might feel or insane it might sound in your head, like I'm going to make a living taking photos of dogs. No matter what you come up with, like it's possible. Mm-hmm. You need to make a plan. You need to shut up the jerks in your head. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like make a plan, find help, get smart people to help you. Like there's, if you can think of it, you're smart enough to figure out how to do it. Like you're going to be able to know how to do this. Um, if you can't find somebody who can mm-hmm. and you can make it happen, like no matter what it is. I love that. Cause I think you're so right. And I feel like a lot of times women have tried and if you've had some frustration or some failure, it's because, you know, it's just needs some tweaking. It doesn't mean oh, like yeah. your whole idea is wrong. It means, you know, you're just like, I just need to adjust some things. Like, oh, I feel yeah. like I have a lot of friends who have dreams and visions and they're just toying with things and just like you're saying, like they're kind of still in the preliminaries of just testing out markets mm-hmm. or pricing or, you know, products and stuff and trying to find those markets and the marketing and the, and all the things. But like you're saying, like, just keep at it and just keep yeah. at it and like, you know, I feel like, you know, with Mountain Mamas, like we're going to start doing this whole other LLC part where we're going to have, hopefully, um, spoiler alert, I'm hoping this will be good, and um, guides that can be hired out. Our women are not just volunteers, oh, cool. but now we're training women. Our lead guides that we've been training um, to, to volunteer for our, um, our activities can now be hired out, and we have a whole other section that will be able to empower women in that way. Um, but That's it's a, so exciting. I hope so. I know. So yeah. it's it's in the works. It's But it seems like such a big elephant. There's so many obstacles that you're like, you're going along. And you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know I had mm-hmm. to do this thing. And now we have to do this mm-hmm. thing. And now a lot of pivoting. Yeah. And so, but I feel like every day, you know, or every, you know, you just keep working at it and keep working at it and, and celebrate the successes, you know, the when gap things, in the game. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like when things happen and just be like, yes, all right, we, mm-hmm. that was progress. Yes. I made progress and yes. we're just going to keep at this and just keep I'm just going to be persistent yes. and keep, you know, chopping down the and when tree, you look whatever. look at where you started, where Mountain Mama started, right. to where you are now. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Reflection, I think, is mm-hmm. a big deal, too. Yeah. It's like, look where you were a year ago or two years ago yeah. or when you first had your idea. And all that you have learned since then, mm-hmm. you know, is so, it's so important. You know, you have learned a lot. And then, and validate that, you know, mm-hmm. like you, you've come so far. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, there are things that have failed. Along the way, obviously, yeah. it's been seven years, like I've had lots of failures, lots of setbacks, lots of things that didn't work, lots of days where I'm like, this was not a good idea. <laughs> right. But then I have to just take a minute and like, just exactly what you said, the gap in the gain, like look at, I can either look at what I'm not accomplishing, how much I've failed, or I can look at how far I've come and yeah. how much I have accomplished and look at those first photos and be like, what in the world <laughs> was this supposed to be in focus? Um <laughs> And then it just puts things in perspective and I have an appreciation for how far I have come and what has been accomplished and how much further, I mean, the sky's the limit, you know? Yes. It's just exciting. Where do you want to take your company? Do you have any goals? Like in five years you want to, or, or do you feel like I am at a good sweet spot and I just, Oh no, no, no. I want to keep growing. Yeah. 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 I, I, I want to photograph all the dogs. (laughs) I mean, I don't, I don't think, think that's too unreasonable. (laughs) But I feel like dogs are just a small, you know, like there are so many more animals out there. Like I know plenty yeah. of people who love their reptiles and their birds uh-huh. and their horses. And, yep. and you just, yeah, connecting with those people and mm-hmm. and capturing that. Oh, I just feel like, like you're saying that precious, like priceless moment that they're having. Like, And mm-hmm. I love how you're saying it's not just the pet themselves. Like you do sessions with the owners as well and getting mm-hmm. those connections. And yeah, I just think that's beautiful. 
I do too. I think the love that, that these people have with their animal, it, it really is just so special, so beautiful. And there's just something amazing about, I mean, animals in general. Yes. But dogs specifically, they're, yeah. they're my favorite. Yeah. I, they're just, I just think they're the best animal in the world. <laughs> they are. They are. <laughs> I have two Pyrenees right now and they are amazing. I they do are love so them. They're so sweet. Those giant marshmallows. <laughs> Big little noggins. Oh, they're cute. Oh, well, thank you so much, Don, for sharing oh, your story. Oh my gosh, it was my pleasure. Oh, thank you, you for just, having me. I am just so delighted that we you were able to come and take time out of your life. Oh, thank you. Um, and to hear more fun, inspiring stories from women like Don, um, click the subscribe button. Tell some friends. If you're in the Utah area, join us. Um, on check out our website at mountainmamas.org. That's m t m a m a s dot o r g. Um, we have an Instagram hashtag m t n m a m a s Utah. And we would just love to see you. And if not, if you're far away, then please have an adventure on your own. And we're so glad to have you today. That's it for today's adventure. Join us next time. And as always, remember, a woman's place is in the mountains. <laughs>